ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. 5-4 Brewers get the win over the Cubs. Starting pitching matchup today, Freddie Peralta making his season debut for the Cubs. Marcus Stroman on the mound. He was making his Cubs debut after he was acquired in the offseason. After the Brewers go down with just one hit in the top of the first, bottom of the first inning, Freddie Peralta on the mound, and he runs into a little bit of trouble. First battery faces Rafael Ortega. He walks after Nick Madrigal flies out. Ortega gets caught stealing second base. That turns into a, a fairly big play when you consider everything that ends up going down. After a base hit from Alfonso Rivas, uh, that moves Jonathan VR to second after a VR walk. Runners on at first and second for Seiya Suzuki. 3-1 pitch. High drive, deep left center field, and Suzuki has gone deep for the first time in his big league career. And the Cubs lead it 3 to nothing. Suzuki had a really good first series of his Major League career. If he continues on this trajectory, uh, he's going to be a star. Of course, manager Craig Council alluded to it in his post-game comments. Next time they face him, they're going to have a little bit more information about the guy. So it is a 3-0 game. It would stay that way until the top of the third inning. With two outs, Willie Adamas is at the plate. Holds the ball in that, now takes the lead. 3-2 pitch, Swoman hit high in the air, deep in the left center field. Watch this baby fly, way back, and up, and gone. Willie Adamas, the first home run for the Brewers in 2022. So that makes it a 3-1 game. The Brewers would have liked to have added that in the fourth inning, but they run into a little bit of bad luck with one out Hunter Renfro walks, and then Omar Nervaez hits the ball hard, but hits it to the wrong place. From the stretch now, Stroman throws a swing ground, a line drive, caught by the pitcher, Stroman, it'll be a double play. He runs towards first, tosses it over to Rivas to double off Hunter Renfro. Absolutely scalded, but right to Stroman, so that keeps it a 3-1 to one game. Freddie Peralta, who threw a ton of pitches in that first inning, able to throw a scoreless second, a scoreless third. We go to the fourth inning. He gets Jason Hayward to strike out, Jan Gomes to fly out, and it brings up Nico Horner. Corner swings around to the third. Two hops right into the breadbasket. Jace Peterson fields. Perfect toss across the diamond in time for the out. And that may have ended the day for Peralta. It was his 88th pitch. And if it is, it will be a high note that he exits on a 1-2-3 inning here in the fourth. Yeah, his day was over at that point, a 1-2-3 inning. So good for him to go out on a uh, positive field. So Brent Suter comes on to pitch in the bottom of the fifth inning. The first battery faces Michael Hermosillo. He ends up walking, so one on for Nick Madrigal. 2-2 pitch, chopper to first. Telez has it, throws to short for one. Back to Telez in time. It's a 3-6-3 double play, and it wipes away that leadoff walk issued by Suter. Suter gets a ground ball from Jonathan VR, and that would finish things off in the bottom of the fifth inning. So we go to the top of the sixth, new pitcher into the game. That is Jesse Chavez, the first battery faces. Willie Adamas, he walks, and it brings up Christian Yelich. Here's a line drive down the left field line. Hermosillo going back. It's over his head and up against the wall. Extra bases for Yelich. Adamas around third. He's going to score. Yelich into second with a double, and the Brewers have cut that deficit to one. Andrew McCutcheon would then line out, and it brings up Rowdy Tellez. 
The 0-1 to Telez. And Rowdy, a high drive, deep right field. Suzuki back at the warning track, and the Brewers take the lead. Yeah, that one was hit, hit hard, hit far, and the Brewers lead by a 4-3 score. After Hunter Renfro strikes out, the day is over for Chavez. Daniel Norris, the former Brewer, comes in. He strikes out Omar Narvaez, and the Brewers have a 4-3 lead going to the bottom of the sixth inning. Brent Suter continuing to uh, pitch for the crew. He would strike out uh, Frank Schwindel, and then he would get Seiya Suzuki to ground out. So very quickly, two outs. Clint Frazier then comes to the plate. Suter would get ahead of him, but Frazier is able to work a walk. Then Patrick Wisdom comes to the plate. He reaches on an air by Willie Adamas. So Jake Cousins then comes on to replace Brent Suter. The inning should have been over, but the air extended it. Cousins throws a wild pitch that allows Frazier and Wisdom to move to third and second respectively, and then he does it again. 2-1 pitch to Gomes. And that one gets past Narvaez and all the way back to the bricks behind home plate. Racing down the line and scoring is Frazier, and we are tied. Another wild pitch by Cousins. Not tied for long as Jan Gomes would strike out, and that would send the game to the seventh inning. Uh, Patrick Wisdom remains in the game as the left fielder. Lorenzo Kane leads the inning off. He would pop out, but then Mike Brasso would come to the plate again. Grew up just outside of Chicago, just across the state border in Indiana. Grew up as a Cubs fan. We'll forgive him. Uh, this one probably felt better than uh, just about anything else he had done uh, throughout uh, his time going to games at Wrigley. Pitches hit high in the air and deep in the left center field. Back on that Hermosillo track wall. See you later. Brewers back in front. The first hit with a crew for Mike Brasso is a go-ahead pinch hit home run. Yeah, pretty special moment right there. Brewers take the 5-4 lead. We go to the bottom of the seventh. New pitcher is Brad Boxberger. He gives up a base hit to uh, Nico Horner, but then a strikeout of Michael Hermosillo. Nico Horner steals second, so the tying run is on in scoring position. Nick Madrigal then grounds out. That moves Horner to third, and it brings up Jonathan Vion. Tying run at third, two out. The 2-2 pitch. Swung up, bounced right over the head of the pitcher. Tough play on the run of Thomas. Guns it to first. Head first dive into the bag by VR, but he is called out on a bang-bang play at first. And that will retire the side. They would review it. It was bang-bang. It was one of those plays that if he would have been called safe, I don't think they would have overruled the call to make him out. So the umpire's call was the important one. I Watching it over and over and over, it was hard to figure out whether or not uh, VR was safe or out diving into the bag. It's just so much tougher to figure out uh, that sort of thing. But uh, the call stands, and it keeps it a 5-4 game. That's your play of the game right there. It was a fantastic play by, uh, by Willie Adamas, who makes up for the air that he had committed earlier. David Robertson throws a scoreless top of the eighth, so we go to the bottom of the eighth inning as the first appearance of the year for Devin Williams. Coming off that broken hand that he suffered uh, before the playoffs late last season, he looked in midseason form. First battery faces Frank Schwindel. 70 strikeouts on changeups last year for Devin Williams in 54 innings pitched. Just on changeups alone. The 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, and there was the airbender. Next hitter, Seiya Suzuki. So Williams keeping it simple and getting ahead. Here's the 0-2 to Suzuki. And that is a caught third strike with a fastball at 96. 
Williams has struck out the first two batters here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Back-to-back strikeouts, and it brings up Clint Frazier. Trying to get this game to the ninth, and eventually Josh Hader. 1-1 pitch, a little broken bat flare to second. It one hops Wong, hurries and throws to first, and takes care of Frazier. And it's a 1-2-3 inning for Devin Williams in the bottom of the eighth. It remains a 5-4 game through the top of the ninth inning as Michael Givens goes 1-2-3 against Omar Nervaez, Lorenzo Cain, and Mike Brasseau. So we go to the bottom of the ninth, and Josh Hader comes on to pitch. First batter he faces is Patrick Wisdom. Two balls and two strikes on Wisdom. The pinch. And that is a call third strike. 99-mile-per-hour fastball dotting the outside corner. And Wisdom down on strikes to start up the Cubs' ninth. So one out, one run game, and it brings up Jan Gomes. The 1-1. Fly ball, deep right field. Going back is Renfro with plenty of room. Two feet in front of the warning track. He makes the catch. And there's two down, and the Cubs down to their last out. And that last hope was that of Nico Horner. Can't imagine Hayter's going to get too fancy here. Three balls and two strikes. Best stuff in the league. The pitch. Swing and a miss. He caught him with the slider. Hayter strikes out Horner, and the Brewers have won their first game in the 2022 season. 5-4 the final. Brewers with the win go to 1-2. Cubs uh, drop to 2-1. Winning totals for the Brewers. Five runs, five hits, one air. They leave four for the Cubs. Four runs, four hits, no airs, and they end up leaving five. Winning pitcher is Brad Boxberger. He's 1-0. The loss goes to Daniel Norris. He's 0-1. Josh Hader picks up his first save of the year. Home runs, uh, Adamas, Telez, and Brasseau all hitting their first of the year for the Brewers. Suzuki hitting his first of the year for the Cubs. The game lasting three hours and three minutes played in front of a crowd of 32,858 folks at Wrigley Field.